Thank you for joining us and welcome to this bonus episode of the Focusrite Pro Podcast. This is a monthly show where we dive into cutting edge technology behind professional audio products. My name is Dan Hughley and I'm the US Marketing Manager for Focusrite and Focusrite Pro. Today we're coming to you live from the NAB show as part of our NAB series. On the show today, I'm joined by Rock Felder and Zach Marino of Squadcast, and we're going to be discussing how to get the best sounding remote interviews on your podcast and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. Uh, today, we have uh, Zach Marino and Rock Felder. Did I say those names right? Yes, okay, sir. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are both from Squadcast, so welcome. Um, I kind of met you guys by accident, I think, in a Facebook group. That sounds right, doesn't it? I, I don't, don't think, think it was so. accident. I think it was destiny. It was, <laughs> you know what? I, I would like to say destiny, yeah. <laughs> I, I do love the t-shirt, so I, I think I was just destined to get a, a really cool Squadcast t-shirt. All right. Um, get so, you one in every color. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, I, you know what? I came back at PodFest. I went back to get one in, in pink. I figured you'd have a whole stack of the pink ones. Pink's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wanted one of the pink ones, but I think someone took, all, took them all before the end. Probably. Yeah. They, we might were, reverse it. We might reverse it next time. So that way the uh, the shirt itself is pink and then the logo is white. So it would be like the brightest thing in the room. I will rock that pink shirt. <laughs> I, I have no problem with that. Very cool. Uh, yeah. You'll, you guys will have to let me know. Um, but yeah. yeah, you guys are with Squadcast. Um, let's, let's, what, what do you guys do? Let, I, I know what you guys do, but kind of kind of explain the, the elevator pitch of, of what Squadcast and who Squadcast is. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for connecting with us on Facebook originally, and then <laughs> and then in real life. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, Squadcast. We help professional podcasters record remote interviews that mm-hmm. sound like they're in the same room. Okay. Which uh, it's that last bit that turns out to be non-trivial, and uh, we we uh, we don't think that the host should sound like better than the guest. We think everybody should sound awesome. Yeah. So uh, sometimes with remote remote recording. The uh, the quality will vary depending on the people in the conversation. Usually, the host will sound amazing because they have uh, professional right. podcasters, and then the guest will be on some home setup. And right. we want to uh, we just want to raise the bar for everyone in quality and make that uh, make that easy to get high quality for podcasters. No, and, and podcasters deserve the high quality. You know, you you guys um, your files that you're, you they they all go to the cloud. Uh, and then they come down at 44 uh, 24-bit, right? So it's CD quality sound. Exactly. Which, uh, you know, other platforms that I won't mention by name, it seems like they're a much lower quality, lower resolution. And I was using a very popular, um, I don't know what you would call them. Um, I was using Skype. I, I don't know what you would call Skype. but uh, We well, have to give them credit. It's in the terms of service. So uh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Cool. Good on Skype. Uh, they're, they're good for what they're meant for, but a lot of podcasters, I believe, were using them as a workaround, right? Yep. Um, just to get that interview, um, and I, I was guilty of that as well. I was trying to find the workaround to get a good uh, phone interview, uh, and I think that is how I found you guys in the uh, the Facebook group. I just stumbled upon, um, you know, one of the thousand times that question was asked: How do you do remote interviews on your podcast? Which in the in that particular, I think it's the the podcast movement group. 
that question gets asked at least once a day. Daily. At least, at least once a day. And you guys are awesome at, at covering that question. Um, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the questions are broken records, so it's not, it's not us. It's and, <laughs> and you know what? The more that you guys jump in and do that, I think the better it'll be. Um, just because people get a good feeling from you guys. I know I did. Um, I got on with a demo with you guys, and before the end of it, I said, I have to have this, mm. you know, and I, I'm at the, at that point, I didn't have plans for a podcast. I wasn't doing anything. Um, but I just really wanted to, to shout about it for you guys. Uh, which, you know, I, I've been telling a couple of people and, uh, it's funny. So I, I've been using Squadcast for, uh, recording th- interviews. Um, I've actually, a lot of the podcasters that I know I've reached out to and just to give them a demo on your behalf. Be like, oh, thank you. Be like, Hey guys, uh, <laughs> I know you, you do those interviews with another platform, but, uh, I found this, it's really cool. I just want to show it to you. And, uh, yeah, I've been showing it off. And, um, another thing I use it for, I don't know if it was meant for this at all, but like conference calls, mm. Yeah. you know, um, you know, focus, is a, uh, international company. Um, and it's just easier for me to get on with a video and it, it, it's so stable that, you know, if I want to hit record and try to remember something, I hit record. It yeah. so- sounds great. Um, we certainly use it for internal communication with our team and stuff or uh, when we ever have meetings with uh, people like you, whether it's a demo or just trying to connect with someone like an Evo Terra or a Paul Culligan. We always try to use that yeah. to meet with them, too. So it's kind of in- it's been fun for us to do that because it's like we're always looking for interesting ways to use the product and it, it sometimes is, is easier for us to just do it through Squadcast, whether it's you know and then we can always have that option of recording the conversation and you know listen to it later and you know we know it's going to reliably reliably produce some high quality uh files so uh it's it's exciting to see what people are using it for though because we always we built it for podcasters that was the intention is to help podcasters connect and record their content with anyone anywhere uh but you know we we're reali- we, we were mindful that there were going to be some other use cases. So like yours is really cool to hear because that just means to me that it, 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 is, it works, it's reliable, it's easy. That's all stuff that we want to be delivering. And then um, it's extra value on exactly. top of the podcast. Recording. But then we have other people like doing audio books and stuff like that. Or yeah. people have talked about collaborating with uh, music and using Squadcast for that and stuff. So, um, oh. you know, just neat. It's, it's interesting hearing other ways that people are, are finding value. Where did you guys start out? Where did this idea come from? Yeah, it came out of frustration from wanting to do <laughs> our own kind of creative side project. In, uh, we're always big fans of listening to podcasts mm-hmm. from a consumer side and wanted to kind of... Uh, we were inspired by some of the early work that was done in this new genre of, of audio dramas in podcasting. Yeah. It had been a thing on radio. It, it goes has deep roots long, long before podcasting. But um, there's been a, a really strong revival within the podcast medium and um, for some interesting reasons and really great stuff was made yeah. that inspired us to consider the, the idea of doing a, um, a science fiction audio drama. The one constraint was that um, my brother Vince, who's standing here helping us with social media and pictures, um, is an audio engineer. I'm a I'm a software engineer, mm-hmm. and then my my good friend Harrison is a is a decorated, talented playwright and stage actor, and it's like man, I feel like we have the skills to do this. But the problem was the challenge was that we were all in different um, geographic locations. Yep. So collaborating remotely was was non trivial, and we like you, we tried what the OG podcasters and um, creatives were, were suggesting that we do and the the quality of the vocals which should be kind of in the forefront mm-hmm. um, was 
we found the bottleneck of quality. Vince could do all this awesome post-production, high production value um, sound design, mm -hmm. but the, the vocals, the one thing, um, were, uh, were way lower quality. So we got discouraged at first and then saw an opportunity to really uh, use some very forward-leaning technology to, to kind of try to see what's possible with uh, having our cake and eating it too. If we could be remote and still get that high quality, yep. that would be like the sweet spot. And we were scratching our own itch, and then we, you know, through talking to the podcast community, found out other people have this challenge too, and that we could help more people than just ourselves. That's great. And you, you said you had a software background. Um, uh, was it an easy transition just to, so this, I, I, I'm guessing this was probably a passion project when you first started out, uh, like you were saying. Well, we're a, we're a bootstrap startup, mm -hmm. and um, I've done a ton of work in open source, which is always kind of volunteer and after hours. So okay. I... Um, stepped away from some of the open source work that I was doing and and um, you know use some of those uh, some of that time to uh, to start contributing to like building out an early prototype of squadcast also talking with rock because it became clear pretty quickly that there was a, a not just a product that we needed to build but also a company mm -hmm. to um, to empower the the progress of that product and uh, and we knew early on we needed to do that and that we wanted to do it bootstrapped which yep. is a very interesting set of uh, challenges and constraints. And uh, I think it's a lot of fun to, uh, to bootstrap a startup, and we've learned a ton. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all us. You know? There's five of us working on it, and we put it all, put it all in. Nice. Uh, so you, uh, you mentioned that Vince, your brother, works with the company. I know uh, I met your, your dad as well. Uh, Rock, how did how did you get joined up? Are you guys uh, are you guys friends? Did uh, did you just both have the the same itch that needed to be scratched there? <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely uh, both had a passion for podcasting. So when Zach approached me about the idea, it was uh, not a hard sell for building something for the podcasting community. Being a part of that community, that was easy to me because I had always really resonated with podcasting and rock uh, introduced me to podcasting like years before from a listening perspective right, so we so, had already so, connected on that yeah oh, so cool. we know each other from high school so that's where our friendship go, uh comes from like we all went to the same high school and hung out with each other through then and and um and through college and stuff like that but like zach said he has a, a software background vince has an audio background and my background is more in accounting and finance and stuff like that oh that's a perfect combination it sounds like <laughs> you have we didn't plan this out but yeah <laughs> it worked it worked out pretty well Talk, uh, talking about fate that, you know, <laughs> to bring it all back to that but it, it seems like it was fate everything all of the pieces seem to be right here then it, yeah yeah i mean you know i think marketing would have been nice to have but yeah. uh you know hey at least at least our our, our books are, are balanced and uh <laughs> we have some cool product that uh you know a, a great software application that produces quality audio so that's that's our s3 come into play and then we have uh, alex who didn't get mentioned who's our uh, chief designer so uh, the reason why you like those shirts is you can thank him okay. and, and Zach, of course. <laughs> we went to art school together. We were in each other's weddings, and like we we all go way back, and we're we're very family oriented. That's company. great. No, you, like literally and figuratively, you're you're just one big family. That that's awesome when you get to hang out with your friends all day and 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 do something that you're passionate about and you love. Yeah. Um, and and then and then you know to tie it all together, you have a, a great product that's come out of it and. Um, I know a lot of um, professional podcasters are moving Squadcast into their workflow, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the veterans that I've talked to about it, they go, "Oh yeah, I've I've moved over there." You know, it's it doesn't take much convincing. Yeah, and and um, with 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 those folks, like we just really 
wanted to communicate that it's not about us. It's about it's about the listeners and their and the podcast workflow. So we're not coming in this from like deep background in podcasting, and we just took ownership of that up front and said, "Well, let's get this in front of and collaborate with the people who are." Yeah. And, and just get out of their way and build what they need. Yep. And I think a lot of that, um, those relationships with the, you know, the, um, the veteran podcasters, the community, are, are because of that, that they've, um, you know, we've listened to them and then they've mm-hmm. seen their, uh, whatever they're recommending to us manifest and come through in our product. And then their fingerprints are all over the product. And then we get to write a cool blog post or make an episode on our show between two mics about how um about how you know this person's feedback directly translated to solving this problem in our product and you can all use it starting now and Mm -hmm. that's awesome for for them it's awesome for us it's awesome for the community we all get better together so i think it's really uh we focus on our strength being listening Mm -hmm. in in an industry full of people who talk for a living we (laughs) we like to to think of listening as our superpower yeah so that's what we focus on that's a great superpower to have and and very difficult to have as well a lot of people Especially, you just mentioned in the space, they're they're talkers, mm. um, and yeah, listening and actually hearing what people have to say, and you know, providing feedback to them in in the form of a product. That's that takes a, a, a skill in itself. Yeah, that's why the Facebook groups were once we got turned on to those and realized how passionate uh, the podcasting groups are, and and um, there, you know, there's a few of them, but you know, there's a few main ones where. Man, it's they're they're telling us everything that they they want and yep. all the stuff that they're thinking and going through and so uh, you know it's it's podcasting isn't easy and so um, it, but it's but they are some passionate passionate people about wanting to make this thing better so it's yeah. it's great for us because um, like Zach says we just have to get out of the way and 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 just listen and and be persistent and just continue to show up because a lot of these uh, you know, a lot of these podcasters they've seen other companies come and go and, and stuff like that. So for us, it's just about being patient, persistent, sticking around, continuing to, to, to listen and learn. And, and, uh, you know, we're getting better. We're, we're, we're in this community now, Zach, don't you say? I, I'm very <laughs> proud to say yes. And I think, you know, even our relationship, Dan was because like, I saw, I saw, you know, you asked me a question about Squadcast. I saw you were with Focusrite. I was like, oh, the Focusrite 2i2 is the number one interface that we see people use on our platform. Yeah. Let's talk about this because <laughs> we, were, we already are collaborating and we just, you know, didn't really through organically, right? So right. Let's, let's make this a thing. Yeah. Fate or it, destiny. It, yeah. Right? <laughs> it, it, it's kind of funny because, you know, uh, podcasters want to be acknowledged and they want to be appreciated and that's and that's where my marketing efforts have come from is you know a lot of podcasters are using the 2i2 or or another scarlet interface um and when they're just you know acknowledged and and let know that they're appreciated they they respond to that yep um and you know i've grown to love podcasting i've been really studying and trying to learn more about the back end of podcast i've been listening to podcasts for years and as an audio engineer, it, for some reason, it never clicked to me that this audio needs to be recorded somewhere. It's fascinating, uh, right? It, it is. And over the last year, because it was at the NAB show last year, where I, I very shyly walked up to Rob at the Libsyn booth and, you know... Uh, he's asked, not shy. <laughs> he's, he can be a little bit short sometimes, but, uh, you know, in, in his responses. And I, I, um, 
I, I, I told him who I was, where I worked for, and he gave me a reply, and that was the end of our conversation. You know, it was one of the fastest, most awkward conversations I've ever had. But <laughs> efficient. It, it was very efficient. I learned exactly what I had to learn, and I and I moved on. And uh, you know, Rob, of course, he's he's a veteran podcaster, been doing it oh, well, yeah. since 2004. He was speaking on a panel that I I was listening to yesterday. Yep. He knows his stuff. Yeah, you know, so what, in and out, and yeah. lots of data to back oh, yeah. it up. Yeah, that's what all, I love. Here. All right there in his head too. Um, so. That's his superpower. <laughs> I don't have that superpower. <laughs> I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm at that point where I sometimes forget what I'm doing when I, while I'm doing it. Oh, It's like you pull your phone out. It's like, why did I, what am I doing here? Yeah. I, <laughs> I just checked the time three minutes ago. <laughs> I, I still don't know what time it is. It's a reflex now. <laughs> so um, you guys, I, you mentioned the only link that you're missing is a marketing team, but I have to give you guys props. I think the way you released your product was the proper way to do it. And I don't know if you guys just did that by instinct or by advice, but you're in beta for quite a while from what I understand, right? Yeah, it was a mix of both, right? It was like we we want to learn and, and iterate and stuff, but we have to put something out there. Right. So um, it was just getting over that. and, and um, But once we did, it was like, you know, it was a tough period of really getting it right before we released our, our version one. Um, so it was just, I think, a lot of patience on our part, The our patience from the community of understanding that it was getting better. I think it helped seeing updates so quickly get implemented. Like What's quickly? <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> like weekly, bi-weekly, wow. as, as often as we can. You know, it's just be, be shipping. And that feedback loop, that's what we focus on, right? Somebody will give us advice and it's just like, can I roll this out today? You know, like, is that possible? That's amazing. Because if I do, that person's going to be super stoked, right? Yeah. Like, there's a huge opportunity to really kind of have a have a deeper connection there. Yeah. So that was a lot of, like, especially the tail end of, of V1. And also, like, because um, you mentioned our, our, the length of our beta, we, we wanted, we decided internally that we wanted our, you know, first stable version to actually be stable and and mean something yeah and not just be okay like some amount of time has passed with beta we think it's cool um here you go no it seemed like you guys did it right and i and i hope that didn't come off as a a something bad no 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 no, no. i I think you guys did it exactly right like uh i think i came on board uh, you went with your with version was it version one in january yes when you yeah. guys launched with that i think i joined up with you guys maybe in february early february or something it was like close that. yeah and i had no idea it was a brand new product hmm. it, it was functioning it functioned exactly as it should uh didn't feel like something that was just launched so you know being in beta for Good. the amount of time and 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 from what it sounds like you took the feedback from the those super users and uh you implemented it and that gave you that stable product when you were done and, yeah, and that's 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 a great thing. Um, Thank you. I, I appreciate that, and also just you know the the understanding that these things take time to get right. Oh yeah, like for sure. this was not possible before, mm-hmm. uh, to my to my knowledge. Like this is really kind of pushing what's possible on the modern web platform, what's possible in podcasting, and um, and trying to really do something new in a in a stable and usable way for yeah. for everybody. So um, yeah, we were patience i think being very deliberate and and then also like we were we wanted to demonstrate in data stability for um i believe we did three months before we were like okay we've had three really great months the way we are expecting it to be and like we feel really good about that 
because moving fast, that can happen where it's yeah. like the stands are always shifting. Yep. And it's like, oh, this version, every, every latest version is the best version. You know, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. But inevitably, other things can start to come up. So we, we didn't want to just, you know, rest on our laurels and say, okay, this is the coolest version. No, yeah. this is an actual stable version. No, it's, it took a bit of discipline, I'd imagine, on your part. Because I, you know, personally me, you know, as soon as I got something that I, hey, I made a call with this. Let's make it available. Let's sell it right now. You mm-hmm. know, that it takes some discipline and restraint on your, on your part. And, you know, uh, congratulations. The, the product is awesome at this point. Thank you. Um, Thanks, man. We're, it, we're just getting started, though. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. And, and we also, like, uh, it gave us time to, like, actually learn how to launch a product and like <laughs> yeah. get that going and um can you teach me <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah no it's it's something we're still figuring out but going into uh you know approaching our v2 launch mm-hmm. um i was just gonna come to that i <laughs> i was just getting to the uh, we've done it once before right so. done it once before so uh sorry to interrupt you i think you were about no, to move good. into this anyway but um so v1 launched in january and and i was just gonna ask you what's what's next um because it's great the way it is um, but from what you've told me, there's more in the future. Always, yeah. No, we're we're super excited for what we have to come this year. Um, we've got a lot of great, um, a lot of great things coming that are direct. Again, direct feedback from the people who are using our platform on a on a daily, weekly basis. Uh-huh. So um, V2 is um, is a complete rewrite of the application. So within you know from from basically January till now, we've been working on. The, completely rebuilding the the user experience, the design, the front-end application, taking the best of what we've learned from engineering beta and V1 mm-hmm. and really like taking that to another level. Um, and that's not just superficial for new pixels um, or <laughs> to make people feel like it's, uh, it's new in some way. Um, we wanted to move into mobile and cross-browser. Mm-hmm. So to do that, we needed to, uh, we needed to use um, more modern tools to get into those different form factors so guests who are remote and mobile um, can connect and and still get super high quality audio recorded and be stable so that's that's v2 as well as um, an additional pricing option so yeah five dollars an hour um, is the coming coming pricing option yeah you you had discussed the pricing with me and and obviously you're comfortable with talking about the actual price now yeah Uh, Uh, we're pretty transparent you know so like yeah you know i feel like you you tell me some of the back end stuff and i never know what's actually public so uh you did tell me uh at podfest you know you're like uh i'm not 100 percent sure it's gonna be five dollars an hour but again that came from the community so that's why i'm not you know like it's good with me and um, and if we it's wrong, we'll change it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like people, people don't um, record. People who don't record 100 percent of their interviews remotely. Yeah. you know, you want to. Rec- we're in person here today, and yeah. that's awesome. Yep. So, uh, so if you do remote interviews less frequently, uh, less frequently, it may not make as much sense to have a monthly subscription. Sure. Which is what we've historically had for for beta and V1 has been twenty dollars a month or two hundred a year. And I, I think that's a great value. Um, Good. You Thank know, you. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that's great. But there are those people. You know, what if you only podcast once a month? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's twenty dollars for your podcast. Plus, you you know, yeah. you're paying Everything for your hosting else. fees, and you know, you got to think you you bought equipment. You know, you you paid for that once. You got to extrapolate that out all, over all your podcasts. And, yep. Yeah. Uh, so we're thinking of it as like uh, it's it's not instead of it's in addition to that that unlimited mm-hmm. tier is what we're calling our current. 
offering, and then we're adding uh, we're adding the Dabbler plan, which is five five dollars an hour. I and like the Dabbler. <laughs> and we're not gonna like kick anybody off of the session if they're out of time or anything like that. I know there's some other some other platforms that do that kind of stuff. So we never want to get in the way of the conversation. So I think that's one of the, the, the key lessons we've learned from the podcast community is that respect that conversation, respect their guests and their time. And yeah. so we're not going to kick anybody off and make them come back in. And well, you want to be transparent, right, is what you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you, you want to be there, but you want to be out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the technology should fade out of the conversation. The conversation could, should come to the forefront, yeah. and uh, and you should ideally forget that you're even recording. Right. And you know, so we're thinking of it kind of like uh, like if you were to go to a physical studio and rent sure. for yep. an hour, like you know, there would be some rate for that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're thinking of. And if you go over, they're probably not going to kick you out unless they have another session right then. But the the beauty of uh, the internet, the cloud, there, there should be room. Yeah, <laughs> there should be room in the in the studio. Yep. Oh we'll yeah. Call it. That the, vir- cloud, the, the cloud studio. studio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that is, uh, that's V2 in a nutshell. V3, again, is our number one requested um, feature, I'll call it, or add-on, and that's video recording. Oh, I was going to say it was going to put a beer tap in your... <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. just yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we could put an Easter egg which, in there, Which maybe. is a good one. <laughs> it's up on the list. Yeah, so so we have video on Squadcast. We, we focus on recording audio. That's yep. podcast, right? Um, but... Um, you are still having a face-to-face video conversation with somebody. That way you have the body language and eye contact that help with communication, the nonverbal cues. I, I appreciate that. Uh, oh, I was, I was going to mention something about that, but, you know. Um, it's important. It is. We it didn't is. have it originally, and I think it was first or second time you and I got on Squadcast and actually had a conversation. Early days, like, pa- prototype. And uh, Rock was like, this is weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I can't see you. Like, this is, we need video. It's just like, we need video. Yeah. So. All right. It's uh, it's always been there um, as far as like, you know, as long as we've been around like publicly and available um, for the conversation, but but not in the recording. OK, so that is a huge opportunity because it turns out that um, video content creators uh, and a lot of podcasters also work in video and vice versa. Mm-hmm. The multicast strategy, as Paul Colligan calls it, or yeah. Pat Flynn. Um, and I think that's great. The more you can repurpose your content, the better and get more value out of it. Get, uh, get listeners and viewers anywhere you can. So, um, adding that was, uh, was, has been requested for, you know, long been requested. Yeah. So adding it was, uh, is a no brainer and that'll mm-hmm. be, uh, that'll be V3. Uh, same deal, recorded locally, super high quality and uploaded progressively as you're recording in the background. Yep. So that way uh, we can take all the same stuff, lessons that we've learned with recording these massive audio files from all over the world and translate that, that, um, those lessons into video recording. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, uh, V4 would be uh, our network tier. Wow. So, uh, so a, a kind, of, a kind of a network management of multiple podcasts and all the permission levels, file sharing and like access account provisioning and these more uh, network team style yeah. management. Uh, a lot of our customers now are asking for us, asking for those features, asking for those abilities. And um, there's a lot of them who are using it all under one account right now. And I'm just, I'm glad that they're getting a lot of good value out of it. Yeah. Um, but we're learning from them on, on what to build into that. So, sure. you know, it's a win-win. That's, yeah. that's how we like to think of it and it's coming. So yeah. we'll it's get like, there. It's like that, that Netflix joke, you know, they're, 
you know, 20 million people watched their movie, but somehow they only have 20 subscriptions. They don't, they don't know how that happened. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, as long so as, you know, early days, as long as people are using it and they're happy, I'm cool with that. I, I think it sells itself at that point, you know. Uh, I, and we have, a, we have a, you know, an, like an advocacy uh, program right. to, yeah. to help people bring in uh, word of mouth is huge in the podcast community and the first thing people do on Squadcast is invite other people to, to talk with and collaborate on there so yeah. uh, testing it out with other podcasters getting them uh, you know to up their quality game with their with their <laughs> remote interviews is uh, it's been working out really well for us and I, I'm sure uh, I, I know Vince isn't uh, on, on the mic here but as an audio engineer I'm sure you cringed at the sound of what used to be available for, for these remote interviews he said, oh, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, to an untrained ear, you know, I, I went to school to be an audio engineer. I'm sure Vince did as well. Uh -huh. and, uh, and you guys you guys have a trained ear, I'm sure, at this point. And Mine's getting better. better. <laughs> you, you, you can hear those things. But, you know, for the most part, podcasters don't hear it. Um, and they don't, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, insult any podcasters. But it's it's something that takes time to, to be able to hear the, the nuances of the sound. Um, but when you when you hear high quality audio, you know. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you miss the lower quality stuff. But I've I've actually turned off good content, just because it sounds bad. Um, yeah. You know. Um, and missed opportunities. And for the most part, it's not the podcaster; it's themselves. It's the person they're interviewing. It just doesn't sound right. Um, and that's the person you want to be lifting up. Sure. You know, you don't. Want, they shouldn't sound somehow lesser than you. No in quality. No, not like, at all. Um, yeah. You know, you, you you can. There could be an argument that. Yes, you know they're calling in, so it's okay that they sound a little bit different. But you don't want them to sound worse. Um, but that's the thing about your platform is everybody sounds equal. Well, as equal as they can, depending on the gear that you're yeah. using. You know, Hardware you, and environment. Right. No amount of code is going to help with that. But, <laughs> yeah, we uh, haven't mastered all that stuff yet. You can't, uh, you can't uh, code out the dogs barking <laughs> or anything like that. Or Not yet. Or creaky chair. Or, uh, we'll or, get there. <laughs> or using the, uh, using the laptop microphone. Which yeah. I, I think when we did the demo, <laughs> I used the laptop microphone, uh, which, which actually really made your product look great. Look great because you guys weren't. And when I listened back to the files, you guys sounded pristine. Nice. I sounded like I was using a laptop microphone, but it was a pristine laptop microphone. As good as we can get it. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? um, you you kind of talked about this a little bit just now when you were talking about video about how it uploads progressively. Yeah. Um, that's really cool to me because on one of my first calls, I experienced a glitch in the audio in the call itself. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing I really liked about when I listened back to the audio files, the wave files that I downloaded, that glitch was gone. That's the magic, man. That is the magic. <laughs> so, what um, we, we probably should have uh, jumped on this in the beginning, and forgive me if we did, but sure. um, expl explain how it, how, how it works, because you, you save locally, and then it goes to the cloud, and then you have to download from the cloud. Yeah, so we re-record everybody locally on their device at the source, mm -hmm. and that's how we can capture that quality um, because to pause here for a second, um, the the other services that you mentioned that are historically used to, to solve these challenges, um, the audio is traveling over the network yep. and is being kind of abused along the way by whatever compression the internet applies to it. Sure. And that shows up in the, in the quality of the audio. So you're kind of at the mercy of the internet service providers, the quality of the network that day, um, mm -hmm. and then... Uh, and then additional stuff like environment and microphone and whatever else. So it, it can get pretty nasty pretty quickly if you're not on, like, an awesome Internet connection. Sure. Like, um, 
that is basically you can hear the internet in their conversation. It's like there's a third person in there that you didn't yeah. want or yeah. whatever. So that just serves as a distraction for your listeners. To yeah. They're not thinking about the message or your guest or the story that, that you're telling. They're distracted by this other thing that's in the conversation that you don't want there. Mm -hmm. So we, to get around that, solve that problem, we record everybody locally before it goes over the network, and then we send it over the network. So it's kind of the order in which we do things is to preserve the quality of the audio, whereas the, the constraints for Skype or Zoom or whatever is that they're focused on having a, a great conversation. Sure. If you want to record that for archival purposes, that's more where I think they're coming from. Yep. Um, and coming from a background in government and enterprise, like that's exactly the way most people are using it. It's fine for that. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yep. Uh, if nobody's going to listen to it later, it's just going to yeah. sit and sit in a folder somewhere. Um, so uh, podcasters actually have listeners and, and have uh, lots of them and more of them. So we care about that quality. So that's how we can preserve it. And then kind of on the mechanics of what's happening uh, under the surface is we record uh, everybody locally on their machines, and then while you're still having your conversation, we're kind of pushing that up to our cloud in the background, and um, and we call those like macro samples or chunks. And then um, and then whenever you're done, for whatever reason, because sometimes the internet goes down, or mm -hmm. you know it's raining outside, and your ISP uh, goes down, or your battery dies, or stuff happens in the real world. Uh -huh. So we embrace that, and we do everything we can to, to minimize that. But uh, it real world, right? It happens. Sure. Things happen. We actually have a cool story about that from one of our hosts, uh, Scott Johnson, from mm -hmm. the What This Was Like podcast. He was with a guest that didn't have like a very good connection on their end, and so he's having the conversation with them, and it sounds not very good to him. Uh, but he's like, all right, you know, I know, I, I think it should be okay. I'm going to trust Squadcast and continue to have the conversation. And it wasn't the best on hit for him. But at the end, he said, it sounded great. Like, it was a great podcast. Like, it was a great conversation. It worked. And so, you know, we helped him out with, even though, you know, yeah, the, ne the network is the network, right? But, you know, we could still somehow make you know, salvage that and well, uh, he didn't two, have to reschedule or lose that audio. It's kind of a parlor trick because there's two things happening at the same time. There's a conversation happening and that's over, that is traveling in real time over the network and is impacted by the quality of your, your, uh, your Wi-Fi or whatever. And, and then there's the recordings, yeah. which are separate completely. And that is an important distinction because the, the conversation, like you said, it'll kind of ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. you'll, hear, you'll hear little hiccups or whatever else, depending on the quality. And then, um, then you'll listen back to the files after, and it's just, it's just like magic. It's, yeah. you weren't, it's like you had a mic in the room with them. And that's exactly what Squadcast tries to be, is that, that person in the room for you to, uh, to capture that, that audio. And, uh, and then your guest doesn't have to worry about any of that. Like some people advocate for recording a broadcaster style double ender and having your guest install some DAW software on their computer, run their own recording, send the file to you over Dropbox or however. And, uh, and yeah, I think that is not being a very great host. No, I, I would, I would have to agree with you on that. That seems if I was a guest and, and someone asked me to do that, I'd probably not want to be a guest. <laughs> yeah, And you're an audio engineer. I mean, I, <laughs> more than likely I have the software. Well, exactly. I wouldn't want to jump through all those hoops and, and who has time, you know, you know, say I have a one o'clock call or a meeting or something like that. I'm going to look at that at about 1255 yeah. and go, 
oh, I have to install this application. Look, it's 32 gigs. Great. Fun. Yep. Yeah. That's the other thing is like we we try to do everything we can to respect the guest experience and the guest time. So they don't need to know what Squadcast is. They don't need an account with us. They don't need yeah. to install anything on their computer. You send um, you send them a link to your conversation. They click it, and then they're there talking to you. They and type in whatever name they want. So they didn't have to install yeah. a DAW. They didn't have to click record. Um, nothing like that. And um, and then they didn't have to share the file when it was done with you because it's, yep. it's already in the cloud. And even uh, to come back to kind of how things go, it, even if you're disconnected for um, for you know something something going wrong, uh, we still have that audio uh, within kind of a a few second margin of error. Okay. And we can always produce a file from that, and that way you always get your audio and your guest audio no matter what. Oh, that's great. And then we make it easy to reconnect if that were to happen. Okay. Or if, if you, you know, um, more often, uh, you know, you're just, you're done with your session, you click stop, and we have the file already, so mm -hmm. your guests can leave right away. They don't have to sit around and wait for a progress bar to go and mm -hmm. upload a file. Yeah. Um, or, you know, worry about their computer or anything like that. They, they can bail and move on to their next meeting, like you said, yep. and... Um, and then the, the host has a high degree of confidence that they're going to get that file from, from Squadcast. Um, in addition to that, we record cloud backups of the entire conversation in audio. Okay. So, um, and I believe those are, those are impacted by the network quality, mm -hmm. but um, I, from what tests we've done, they are higher quality than you get from other, other VoIP providers. So, and that's just our backup. So yeah. um, it can be transparent here, like, less than 1% of overall recordings across our platform uh, need a backup. Mm. But even in those scenarios, like Vince comes and saves the day, grabs the audio uh, from the conversation, lines it up, QAs it, and we send it over. Oh, that's great. So super fast about that. We never want to impact anybody's like production calendar or having to push back an episode or anything like that. So yeah. we always have the audio, and you're never going to like yeah, miss an episode because of Squadcast. Oh, that's great. You guys are the audio engineer that's not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> or the DAW that doesn't exist. Or, uh, <laughs> Well, no, you do exist. And, uh, and, uh, I like that. No, you, you guys, the, the, what I'm getting at is you're transparent. Like, it, It's technology that's there that does what it's supposed to do and doesn't get in the way of creativity. Mm. Which, and which last is night, we're talking about ways to, to automate, automate those backups. Wow. So we can okay. just, you can say, I need my backups, click a button, and then we'll go out and get them for you. Uh, automate that stuff and then get it over to, to the host without, you know, having to even contact support or anything like that. Wow, that's awesome. So even in those scenarios, like, we can make that better. And that's direct feedback from, from other folks. And that just in the interest of time, like, we can get yeah. you those files in a few minutes. So rather than right now, it's like an hour or two, yeah. you know, so which we think are very proud of. No, but but still, be. like. Hour or two is pretty efficient. Yeah. Uh, we have a quick response time. We yeah. like Our customer service was like, you know, when you're a, a, a young company, you know, doing what you can, you got to be super scrappy. And so yep. one of the best ways that we could make a difference is by the way that we treated people and approached any, uh, whether they were issues, complaints, feedback, whatever, just being open, receptive, patient, um, and understanding. And un we knew there's something valuable coming from whatever it was, whether it was, a, you know, maybe not the most pleasant customer to deal with or an actual just hey I, I want this to work but this yep. is what I need okay that's fair too you yeah. know yeah sometimes you learn from those unpleasant customers there's there's always something there yeah. right when there's magic moments to turn those around that's what we focus on is like achieving like a full 360 to 
you know, they're, they're irritated with our performance or something at that point in time. It's like, okay, how can we turn this into a positive where they're like, okay, I, this was some of the best customer support. Yeah. I got exactly what I needed. I got it fast and um, everybody was cool about it. And we just, we don't want to be a bottleneck in people's workflow. We want to empower workflow. So awesome. support is a huge factor in that. That's great. Um, is there anything else that we missed that, that you'd like to, to cover? This, is, this has been awesome. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm just very interested in some of the um, opening up some of the data that we've been able to, uh, to see come across our platform from, from the awesome podcasters who are using the platform. So I mentioned mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the Focusrite, the Scarlet 2i2 is, is our most popular interface we see show up. Um, and people in those same Facebook groups and the podcast community are often asking, because podcast is growing so quickly, mm-hmm. there's always new podcasters who are trying to figure it out. So... Yep. They'll ask similar questions where it's like, um, what, sh- what mic should I use? What interface should I use? Like headphones. And a lot of people give really good answers to those. Some of the folks that Rock mentioned or, or you know, like Dave Jackson, yep. you know, School of Podcasting, Chris Curran, yep. Podcast Engineering School. They're great resources for new podcasters. Yep. Um, and they are going off of their vast knowledge and industry, you know, experience of decades of, of experience, um, we're going off data of what we see come across our platform. So though, luckily, and I think rightfully so, those things, those recommendations tend to line up where mm-hmm. like the most popular devices we see come across our platform are the same ones that they're recommending, but yeah. we can back up what they're saying with data and, uh, and then also spot some more trends is like, okay, this, this interface is becoming more popular. This mm-hmm. microphone is, uh, is coming up quickly or... So we want to be transparent and open up and share some of that data to help people make informed purchase decisions and really just have a high degree of confidence that their podcasting setup is going to be going to be super kick-ass and get them good quality. Yeah, there, there is a lot of good information from the Dave Jacksons and the Chris Currens out there, but there's also a lot of misinformation from is what I've learned. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think it's Ill, Ill intentions. I think it's just... You know, someone learned a workaround from someone else, and then that workaround, you know, it's like the telephone effect. Yep. Yep. More adapters get added in, and, you know, suddenly they're using a mixer and an audio interface, and then and then going into a Zoom for some reason, uh, and you go, you know, you can just plug your mic into that Zoom, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying it's bad, but there's a lot, a lot of uh, things that can be become more efficient by listening to the people like Dave Jackson and Chris Kern and... Uh, of course, like like Harry and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, that have great information. Yep. Um, and, you know, that's something I hope to, to share as well, you know. Um, cool, guys. Um, yeah, so opening up some of that data, like um, maybe as an industry report or a data visualization or something along those lines, that's something we're really excited about being in a, a unique position to be able. There's a lot of data out there on the consumption side of podcasting, but uh, way less, almost non-existent on the, the creative workflow experience of what goes into actually making a podcast. Yeah. So th- one that I like to share is that um, the average um, interview recording that that is captured on Squadcast is an hour long, what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty typical. Um, what is interesting is that the conversation that kind of surrounds or bookends that recording is double. Wow. So that tells me that people are getting a lot of value out of the, the recording on the record conversation, mm-hmm. but then they're also connected with somebody who's very interesting to them in one way or another, their listeners, yeah. and that they're able to, to, to use our platform to connect with that that person and have a, you know, a, a deeper connection and, and collaborate with them on and off the record. Okay. So I think that's very interesting that people are, yeah. um, people are using the platform in that way and that 
um, you know, it shows the power of podcasting that, yeah. you know, the networking possibilities that come with it, the growth possibilities. And uh, I think that that's super cool to me that, that people are, you know, getting getting a lot of ways uh, to use it. Yeah, no, that that is that is great. That's really interesting to me that you know they're they're on the platform for that long. You know, I, I understand before like a kind of a pre-interview or you know getting prepared. Yeah, and, yep. and sound and check like that. things that I didn't do when we started <laughs> recording today. <laughs> we just started talking about random things here. But uh, are we uh, recording? We can get started anytime you guys are ready. Um, I, I'm just waiting for you guys. Oh uh, uh, damn! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I stole that joke. <laughs> really? That was good. That was <laughs> you shouldn't have said uh, that. No, have you Cut seen that. the Norm, Norm MacDonald show? Uh, oh, okay, okay. He was interviewing David Spade, and they're about 15 minutes into their interview, and he goes, all right, let's turn on the cameras. Let's get this going. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, with the dry delivery of uh, Norm MacDonald, yes, it was, it was yes. incredible. And then the very lively response of David Spade, it made for a really hilarious interview. Awesome. Well, Jordan Harbinger is uh, is really great talented podcaster and i think that's one of his his strengths that he shared with us and shares with the community is that he wants people to feel super comfortable in their conversation so yeah. he doesn't really tell them when their recording starts and and doesn't and then that way they can have you know their their uh, organic conversation and that can just kind of gradually fade into what is eventually going to be captured and published so I have I have one final question, if that's okay with you guys, and it has nothing to do with Squadcast. Yeah. Um, but it does have to do with podcast. We like other stuff. And I'll, <laughs> I, will, I will answer this question and give you guys a chance to think, because I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah. So what is the first podcast you ever heard, and what is your favorite podcast? Um, and I'll jump in. The first podcast I ever heard was a show called The Trail Show, which is about beers, trails, and nonsense. It's a hiking podcast. A lot of great fun. Uh, and right now my favorite podcast is... Uh, Disgraceland. I don't know if you guys have heard that one. Uh, Michelle from How Sound um, kind of shamed me into listening to it. Okay. <laughs> and I've got about three or four people listening to it after that. It's, uh, nice. it's cool. It's like rock and roll history kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, and about people who, who died tragically and then and then the lead up to their death and the legend around it. And rock and Roll Anthology is another one that's kind of along those same veins. I'll have to check that one out, too. He's a local Bay Area podcaster who's in our, our community and the meetups and stuff. I will check that out. Yeah, uh, but yeah. What, what about you guys? Your your first podcast you ever heard and your favorite? Yeah, so my first I believe was uh, Joe Rogan. Like I'm scrolling on an iPod, seeing I saw like a podcast option. I was like, "What the heck is this?" And then I saw Joe Rogan Experience Pioneer. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Joe Rogan from from UFC has a podcast." I didn't even know he was a comedian. <laughs> yeah, I just thought he was Fear Factor guy. Yeah, you Fear know? Factor. Yeah, yeah. Eat, eat the cockroaches. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, so still you know depending on the guests, I'll, I'll still listen to that one, um, but. I, I have changed my favorite podcast a lot. It used to be like the more uh, entrepreneurial, uh, uh, inspire, inspirational business stuff, but I kind mm -hmm. of drifted away from that and listened to, uh, lately it's been a lot more history podcasts, like H History on Fire I've been listening oh, to. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, or uh, there's like Build Your SaaS because it's about the transistor guys and it's like, it's just interesting to hear another startup uh, in the podcasting space and what they're going through and what they're thinking about. Well. Yeah. Bootstrapped as well. So that one's, so like, mm. you know, that one's interesting and relevant for us. Um, so super niche for us. Exactly. It's like too relevant not to, <laughs> to listen to. Uh, and then of course like podcast junkies and, and, uh, school podcasting, we listen to all that stuff too. Oh, Cause yeah. it's really great to hear what those guys are thinking and, and, um, cause it's, you know, like guys like Rob Walsh and Todd Cochran, uh, you know, with their shows, it's like, they're talking to, Spotify, Apple execs. So it's, yeah. it's really neat to hear what they're 
thinking about and what kind of conversations they're having. Of course, they don't tell us everything, but it's still, it's just some good inside info. But uh, so right, I know that's a lot I just answered. So I guess I'll just stick with uh, History on Fire is my favorite right now. Cool. <laughs> it, it is something that's dynamic. It changes. It does. It's changed for it me does. in the last couple of months. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, for me, because Rock introduced me, it was also Joe Rogan. Okay. Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. And I still, uh, I still listen from time to time. I like to put it on in the background. And I don't know the last time I actually finished one of his three-hour-long conversations. Does anybody? Oh, <laughs> I Elon. do know. Elon Musk. <laughs> okay. And I've watched that one multiple times because I'm weird. But uh, That's your guy, though. He's your guy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was an entertaining podcast, but you're also a SpaceX fan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that totally. To I love space. So that is my favorite podcast. I will go with Main Engine Cutoff by Anthony Colangelo. Okay. It's a space news podcast. Oh, and cool. he does a fantastic job at covering very, very granular things that don't show. I, I follow this stuff. This is I don't watch the news. I don't really follow the news. Um, but I do follow podcasting and space. So those are kind of my, my news uh, topics that I follow very closely. And he still manages every single episode to, like, uh, teach me stuff about very granular things that I did not know about. Uh, so I, I love um, having that as a resource. Yeah. Uh, so that's my, my nonfiction. I will also give a fiction answer. Okay, no um, problem. So I'm going to go <laughs> with, uh, I'm gonna go with I, think, I think Ars Paradoxica is still my favorite audio drama. Okay. And uh, that was really the first, like, I think it was Bright Sessions and Ars Paradoxica that were served as kind of that early inspiration to be like, man, we need to get in this. Like, yeah. let's do something. This is super cool. And uh, now, coming full circle, like, we've gotten to meet a lot of the creators behind those shows. And they're awesome individuals and yeah. are working on new stuff now. And um, it's really cool to see that was kind of to me like that first generation of audio drama creatives and it's so much work to do a podcast and it's even way more work to do an audio drama so like respect to anybody who's got an audio drama podcast girl in space sarah warner that's another fantastic one that i binge on plane flights all the time uh so there's just there's a lot of really great um that kind of second second generation of audio drama people because of the advocacy that folks like sarah um are are doing is uh, is really kind of opening up that that genre for lots of folks yeah. and that's really exciting to see because people tend to think about podcasting podcast equals interview and this is could no. not be further from the truth mm-hmm. like there's a lot of opportunities and the folks at night vale are doing some very innovative stuff with their with their audio dramas and um yeah just really exciting times this this whole podcasting thing we tend to think of it as being fixed and like figured out uh, I think there's a lot of room for innovation, and it's, we're still relatively young. You know, Absolutely. Uh, you know, not even a twenty. Year, well, probably more than twenty years now, right? How long has podcasting been around? Uh, I don't. I don't know my history of podcasting. I think thirteen years, fourteen, it, something like that. Okay, something that like sounds, that sounds about right. I think Rob Walsh yesterday said he's been doing it since two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. So uh, somewhere right in there. That's really cool. Yeah. No, there's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of opportunities uh, to innovate both in content and in technology and mm-hmm. podcasting is a medium of the internet and the internet's always changing so I think there's uh, there's really exciting stuff to come cool Vince do you want to tell us I know you're not on mic do you want me to your favorite podcast and your first podcast my first podcast because rock too yeah Joe Rogan again for Vince <laughs> I wish we had better answers for that <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's undeniable I feel like that's the default answer is Joe Rogan well, you guys are friends. It makes sense. Yeah, we were all hanging out. Po- yeah, it, it was like, hey, dude, can you believe this? He's talking about... Yeah. They just talk? They just talk to each other? 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> you words on the on a phone? That's <laughs> weird. What about your favorite? What's your favorite? Um, lately, I've been listening to uh, the Dan Lok show. The Dan Lok show. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Another okay. Okay. Entrepreneurs and investments. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, I like those short ones, you know, 30 minutes to 60 minutes or less. Yeah, that's great. I think of it as like a, a step towards personalized education. Yeah. So you can build your own curriculum out of sure. very specific things by experts and yeah. like learn a lot in a very short amount of time. So I'd like, yeah, I, I like learning and I think that's what it doing a startup boils down to is learning yeah that's what listening to podcasts for me boils down to is is learning so a lot of great opportunities to learn that's you know if you know that's what i'm trying to do right now i'm, I'm trying to learn from you guys and other podcasters and i don't know if you i know your 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 podcast i'm a, i want i want to make sure that people listen to between two mics mm. um I'm, I'm still toying with the idea of the name for this one i'm not sure um between two ferns sounds great since we're, we have these ferns here. We're literally. That might have been taken. That's the um, other Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you got the wrong guy. I got the wrong <laughs> Yeah, this isn't. Not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. We uh, are in Vegas, so we, we can repli- replicate the hangover uh, <laughs> podcast, though. I, that, that was Orlando for me. Oh. Mm, okay. It was pod. a good time. It was, was a good time. Fe- it was Podfest. You know, it was my first uh, first Podfest. You have to. It's a family vibe. Yeah, it is. <laughs> cool, guys. Anything else before we wrap this up? You want to uh, plug your? Yeah. Make sure you plug your website. Plug yeah. your podcast. Yeah. So for anyone listening that wants to have their next remote interview sound better, just go to Squadcast.fm. Uh, you can check out uh, some resources we have there. We have a video demo, so you can preview it before trying. But you also get a 14-day free trial when you sign up. Uh, and like we said, we take support very seriously. So you can connect with us directly on the app and uh, ask us any questions. Tell us what you think. We'll be there. We'll be waiting and we'll be excited to see you check us out. Cool. Yeah. And like uh, you said, Between Two Mics is, yeah. uh, is a podcast where we get to talk to people who are really helping move the medium of podcasting forward in one way or another, whether that be content or technology or uh, just kind of all over the map. Like uh, we were talking about, there's a lot of room for innovation. So mm-hmm. We are very fortunate that we're, you know, over two years into this and have, uh, have a lot of great, um, great folks that we work with. And they are defining our medium as we're going. We're like, we're defining it together. So I uh, wanted to bring some of those conversations that we were already having out to, out to listeners to, um, to really kind of document and show what's possible in, in podcasting. Awesome. Cool, guys. Well, I appreciate your time, Zach and Rock uh, and Vince as well. Uh, Next time we'll have to get a mic on Vince. We had a we have a mic for him. He just doesn't. He's being shy today. For he, some he's a behind the scenes kind of. He's cat. A behind the scenes guy. V Rock. V Rock. It's gonna stick. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny. <laughs> cool guys. Well, thank you very much. Uh, enjoy the rest of NAB, and uh, I'll be seeing you guys soon. Thank you, Dan. Yes. Can't wait. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this bonus episode of the Focus Right Pro Podcast. This podcast is produced by me, Dan Hughley, with music by Simon Poulton. This show was recorded on location at the NAB show. For more information on Focusrite Pro, please visit our website at www.pro.focusrite.com. <laughs>